Hi, Vesta here. Um, I have a little audio disclaimer for this one. Um, this is the first episode that we did in person, and not only is the audio not the best, but um, because we're essentially just drinking wine on Heather's couch and talking about our lives, which is like a normal activity, um, we talk over each other a lot. Apparently that's how humans interact. Um, so if it's annoying or hard to decipher, I apologize, and thanks for bearing with us while we're working out how to do this. Um, just pretend you're eavesdropping in a bar, because that's pretty much what's happening. So, I appreciate your presence in our, you know, beginning stage. Now, let's cross over and open some graves. Hi everyone! Welcome back to Open Graves. With Heather Aldridge. And invested in Gloria. Oh, we're not Noel today? I was going to say, I left out Noel. <laughs> What's wrong with me? It's the first time I did that, I was like, oh my god, I fucked up my friend's name. How dare I? But no, I, just, it, I so. just feel like sometimes it takes too long to say my full name. <laughs> Heather Noel. I'll just go with that. Heather <laughs> Noel and Vesta Van Gloria. Yeah, that's us. We're here. Back at Open Graves, talking about some goth shit, living our lives oh, yeah. as adult goths. Thank God for goth at this moment. It's, it's at least my it's constant... My one, my one night of escape. It but used to be more than one. It used to be more than one, but, but that's actually, like, that's interesting because for me, I feel like that's one night. I also I, don't see it as an escape. It's not an escape. It's an escape for me. From my, I feel like it's an escape for me because, I don't know, like, to be able to go out and be among um, other people who enjoy the same aesthetic and music and sound is such a delight, but it's something that I'm not immersed in 24 seven. I mean, as I look yeah. around and my apartment's covered in bats, it is. Um, but I mean, I, right now. I still don't. Her cat just let me hold her and <laughs> yes. I'm really honored. So I'm coming off of that. Vibe. That never happens. <laughs> this cat is, she was a stray. She's feral. And she all of a sudden is letting Vesta pick her up and cradle her. She purred. So I feel really, this is the vibes I'm coming in she with. She purred. <laughs> Full yes. cat whisperer, so sorry. I love it. Continue. I'm sorry the cat was not wearing your color black, but well, she's wearing the opposite of black. Yeah. She's beautiful. But that leads me to, like, we were sort of mentioning this earlier, but um, I have a Burning Man friend who asked... Um, we all have Burning Man friends. <laughs> we, we do. I know. It sounds like a, a, pro, a personal problem. <laughs> I live with a householder burners. Okay, there we go. Yes, you're you're fully immersed. I really am. And I, I've been to Burning Man twice. I enjoy it. It's, I have never. It's not my, you know, I have questions. But um, so do they. And that leads us to this question because in all seriousness, this friend was like wondering because in the Burning Man community, I mean, obviously depending on what sort of career they have, um, but there are not really people not as much who immerse themselves 24 seven in the dress code or the, <laughs> the full on costume, if you will, or the, like for burners, it's what a pimp hat okay. on guys, a furry jacket, jacket. Some, some rainbow, lots rainbow of hugs. Bottoms. Are you hugging your manager or your boss 24 seven <laughs> strangers? Not yeah. God, I hope that not. I'll, the... <laughs> I'll punch someone if they try that with me again. But, um, no, I don't know. So they were wanting to know if, if, there's number one a pretentiousness in of people course, that dress always. like I'm this. Just got a quick answer. There yes, we go. I'm okay with that. I am owning up to that. And okay. That's not a bad thing. Okay. But sorry, there was more. Nope. And then, well, a feel a pressure. Do you feel pressured if you identify mm. 
as a goth, um, do you feel pressure to sort of live up to some sort of fantasy aesthetic that other people have in their mind of you if they're used to seeing you dress and appear mm. a certain way? Or is this something you choose on your own? Is this unrelated to pressure? What is it? I love this. The short answer is no. It is not related to pressure. Mm -hmm. That's a short answer. Um, and I'm curious what your response is to this too. But I okay. Will, I guess chat for a little bit. Yeah. I am actually sometimes confused when people ask that question in the first place. Oh. Because there is so much pressure from, I don't know, the rest of the entire society to do the opposite of this. Okay. So if I was going to succumb to peer pressure, it wouldn't be in this direction. Okay. Right? It would be to be normal? Yeah. Would okay. Because that's well, like our whole lives are being told to be that. True, but I guess what they're asking specifically is within the goth community. Like, once you're in here. Yeah. <laughs> once you've, like, weaseled yeah. your way into this. Do you feel like, I mean, you know, we showed up to go for a hike today. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not a... I'm in my most dressed down I ever am. Heather she, commented on it when I came in the door. She still looks goth <laughs> as fuck. I'm still... Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But, yeah, from head to toe, you, you can spot her a mile away. I'm still a hiking goth. Yeah, not she has that... Out. You have that energy. Hiking goth. Oh, God. Um, it's true. Nature goth. Yeah. Um, goths have trees. But do you feel like, do you feel like whether or not it's organic from you, it's either organic for you, from your peers, mm -hmm. a pressure to maintain a certain image, or is this something you put on yourself? Is this something you just do because you enjoy? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the latter. Okay. I, <laughs> but I, I yeah. just can't speak for anyone else. But I would not be doing this if it was not something that made me feel whole. Okay. And I'm not just going to say, like, feel good, like, to go out. Like, I really do mean feel whole. Sure. You know, like, it's how I want to see myself on the inside, and I want to do my best to, like, craft that and project that. Mm-hmm. And I guess, <laughs> but I'm sure that not everyone feels that way, and I do wonder, and I don't want to sound, uh, I am going to sound conceited by saying this, if it is people like me who make others feel that way. Oh, interesting. Because <laughs> I never would put that pressure on anyone to do anything, like, aesthetic or social or honestly any, anything that they don't want to do. Yeah. Unless it's hurting themselves or yeah. others not doing it. So I have, like, very little opinion about what other people do, mm -hmm. whether or not they're in the community. But I do wonder if questions like that come from the fact that some people like me do feel good doing that all the time. Mm -hmm. And that puts the pressure on others. So I don't know. How Raise do you, the bar, girl. How do you feel? Well, I'm not somebody who... Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't dress like this 24-7. It's so funny because when I worked, in, you know, in my office capacity at mm -hmm. Criminal Minds for 15 years, yeah. they would but tease also, me. But you were on Criminal Minds. Like, they shouldn't be fucking shocked that a goth-leaning person is working on Criminal Minds. Yeah, but I... See, I never thought in a zillion years any of that was goth. I mean, it was dark. Oh, I don't think it is at all but either, but I'm just saying that the crossover leaning. shouldn't be surprising. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, like, they would always tease, you know, one... one we had an art department coordinator who dressed in all black with black shades on and black eyeliner, and she had a sign that said... Oh, I no, that. I'm not Heather. Oh my God. Yes, and because everybody assumed, you know, because you're in all black, you must be me. And it's so funny because I would, I looked at that as like goth light. Like I was not even. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I'm just. I have like, I have sensible goth wear. Yeah. 
you do have some stuff after. <laughs> I've discussed know. this already. Oh, God, I used it in my own Heather's phrase. shoes. Oh, dear God. <laughs> um, yes, um, but I would never like consider myself necessarily dressing day into night, ready to go out to the clubs afterwards by any means. I dressed professionally, but I had a lot of dark clothes. I like, never felt pressure like to. Dark can be professional. Look at all of New York. There, there, there you go. The little black dress yeah. that never, yeah, that always could. But, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't feel a pressure to. It was just probably what I had in the closet. Right. Um, and and now I would like. That's why it's like. I saw no. your hiking hat today. Oh dear God. Oh <laughs> yes, you've seen it all. I clearly I don't care at this point. But I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't. People wouldn't know that I go to these clubs because I can present normally. You're a day walker. I'm a day walker. <laughs> um, and so that's why it's like, to me, it's like I have an appreciation and a love for this community and culture. But at the same time, I don't necessarily immerse myself 24-7 in it. And no judgment on anyone that does. Like, how did you, I have a question. How, you, how did you feel when your friend asked you that? That seemed like, like, to me, it almost sounds like presumptuous in a way. Mm. That we're manipulating each other or something. Right. Or, you know, I think the fact that burners dress ridiculous on purpose. Like, there's a <laughs> there's a sense of ridicularity in there <laughs> to where, well, right, burners do, in my opinion. Now I'm a judgy-wudgy. But, like, you and know. And people would say that we look absolutely ridiculous, too. Some people would, but if I you think you look around could... the dance floor, just, like, take it all in. There's a lot of beauty. And there's a lot of, like, fucking weird choices there's weird choices for <laughs> sure but i mean like you said earlier though wearing all black you can blend in you can get away sure that's why well uh, subject i guess like that's why some of our places have dress codes literally just just wear black and it's really just in order to keep out the like jeans and sneakers not mm-hmm. so much to keep out other subcultures mm-hmm. you know like i think someone in full-ass Burning Man <laughs> flamboyant gear would totally be let in you to think? Wednesdays. I, Probably. Well, I do, because it's really just a sort of a an emergency break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or a, what's the metaphor I'm looking for? I don't know. Maybe we should test this theory. I don't know. Um, I have my doubts on that. Yeah, I... That's if a, you're with, you know, Davey Havoc, maybe. <laughs> I remember when he did yeah. bring, like, a entourage with him. I mean, if someone's, like, had to tear, like, red fetish gear, of course, they're not in bath, black, mm-hmm. it's an issue. Unless you're, I mean, cloak and daggers is a separate subject. That was very literal. Mm. <laughs> but that's really its own. That's I true. I don't know if we want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Um, no, it's, it's interesting, but, like, which cracks me up, because I understand on one hand, like you were saying, the dress code, and on the other hand, it, it, it amuses me inside, because, like, I feel like, you know, the goth world, as we've discussed before, is very welcoming and accepting yeah. of all cultures, including, like, the LGBTQ plus community. We were the very one of the first. So. Yeah. One of the first that was just like, who gives a shit? Come on in. Yeah. And to have, like, rules where you're like, you gotta wear this, you gotta wear that, like, to me goes against all that. But at, at the same time, I'm playing devil's advocate because I can see. Yeah, I have very mixed feelings about it. Yeah. Sincerely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are there rules and then... Then again, I see, well, you know, the location of some of the clubs. I understand why they do what they do. There is very much a tourist aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think it's fine to talk about, like, yeah, like, we're talking about specifically Wednesdays and Bar Sinister, but I think L.A. Dead does that, too. I don't think with the all-black, there's no rules. Well, oh, maybe there's no jeans, no jeans and no... Oh, yeah, like, no, no sneakers. jeans and sneakers and, like, hats, whatever. Yes. Yeah, the basic shit. Yeah, yeah. the all-black thing, right. Um, yeah, sometimes I think the all-black all <laughs> can be a bit uh, much and exclusionary. Like, I do... But I am very <laughs> not against gatekeeping sometimes, and that's okay. controversial, too. Yeah. In <laughs> um, what way? Please elaborate. So I got, I actually got into discussion about this with another friend who, uh, sort of probably like your partner friend, who was okay. sort of just asking questions. Like, he's been to our clubs, but, and yeah. he was having a bit of a moment about, like, it's too pretentious that you're asked to wear all black, and that you're, um, a subculture made of outcasts, basically, and then you're turning others into Yeah, into outcasts. outcasts. And I think that that is a totally reasonable argument um, against the dress code thing. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, I did kind of take the other side with him, because oh, probably because he was just irritating me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, kind of devil's advocating. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, this is probably a stretch, so I don't want this to be taken out of context, but I was comparing it to like LGBTQ and like gay clubs and how more mainstream gay clubs were attracting a lot of straight girls. And that really changed the vibe. No bachelorette parties. Exactly, of no bachelorette parties. Like, how that changed the vibe of people who, like, worked really hard to have a separate space um, and are in this community. And then the bachelorette parties are coming in really as tourists to, like, gain some for themselves and are, like, diluting this thing that has its own history. Yeah. And their own safe haven turning it into, like, a circus spectacle. Yeah. And I don't want, like, again, I don't want the context to be, like, taken wrong. Sure. It is a false equivalency, but it's for the sake of argument, it is relevant. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. when I was having that conversation, he kind of went, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You got him. I felt real self-righteous. got him there. (laughs) Yeah, so I think it's it's a very multi-sided issue, and they're all kind of accurate. Yes, because at the same time, I'm not, I, I would never complain about any of the people that they uh, did not let in to any of the establishments. Unless sometimes it's our friends who are not. And that's happened and too. And they get the memo and they show up and it's like, oh, ugh, you can't come in. That has happened too. Or if like one time I was, like, Jake was coming with me and I'm like, oh, dude, they literally say no Birkenstocks. Specifically. Yeah, oh, shit. Okay. And, um, but we're still at his house and so I'm like, dude, gotta change your shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> And he did, and I, I felt it did make me feel pretentious to have to tell my friend, Yes. We have this dress code, you have to change. I don't like that feeling at all. Yeah. And sometimes if I'm hanging around the door, when our door person is, she fucking seems to love to give Oh, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Yes. But it makes me so uncomfortable because I'm so non confrontational mm-hmm. that if she has to, like, inspect someone and then turn them away, I have to just, I have to walk away. Uh, I guess the the difference is that, like, the black, it's not a literal, you must wear all black, which was the case with Cloak and Dagger, which I don't even really want to go into. Mm. We have feelings, but, um, it's more of a, yeah, like I said, a guideline to keep certain tourists out. Um, but because it's not literal, I think it's less of a, you must conform to this, because if someone's in, like, a full, you know, fetish 
whatever that's like, <laughs> I don't know, like red vinyl. Purple? Yeah. Or if, yeah, or someone's in a full white Lolita outfit or something. They'll shit. come in. You know, it's if you're like intentionally dressed in a way, that's not an issue. Yeah. So, it's, I guess I that's what I appreciate is it's like you, you have to, we have to know that you're here on purpose. Yeah. And, and also I think there's, now I'm going against my own thing too. It's like we'll saying that a lot. It's fine. It's like, if you know, if you've, it's those things. It's like, I may not know the door people that well. I know, I know them through the years. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, you see me everywhere. Yeah. You well, know, you know what I mean? Like, don't need to follow the rules. <laughs> like, I definitely feel that. It's but. one of those. <laughs> But I know, I know that there are rules there for a reason. I'm not, I'm not disputing them. And no, I get it. I, my beef against Bordner's is mainly about the wine. That's it. That's it. Look, this time. Michael <laughs> is trying to analyze. <laughs> that's that's as that's as deep as well, I go you these days. To go to the bar side. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a tiny bit better. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a snob at all. Now who's the snob? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that always cracked me up about, like, the ostracized, you know, here we all, all are of, all of us are ostracized folks from way back when, and now yeah. we're, like, in, you know, enforcing rules upon people to dress and look like us. It is kind of an Ouroboros thing, though. Explain because, like, that. Well, <laughs> like, because we were ostracized at some point, hopefully in our youth, and, like, figured it out later, um, hence being adult goths and not, uh, distressed teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um... It's not so much about, the intention is not to ostracize others, but to keep our community, um, a community. Mm-hmm. And not a spectacle for others. Yeah. But nothing, nothing to make fun of or, yeah. yeah and that, which and does happen. Like, it I've does happen. so much of that. Uh, and actually, like, Jay has some fun stories about, because he can look kind of, like, macho. Mm-hmm. And he's had some things where, like, at Barson or something, maybe it wasn't even Barson. But some guy, some fucking normal ass Some fucking guy. guy. Some fucking guy <laughs> was like, basically th- saw him as like a safe haven. Mm-hmm. It was like, these fucking people, right? And he went all Those sort are of my defensive. People. Like, yes, yeah, don't fuck with my people. Good. Good for Jay. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting the way that that works when like, someone who is not a part of us sees someone who is a part of us, maybe doesn't fit the aesthetic as much as yeah. they expect. They think they're on their team and it's like, oh no, sir. Mm-mm. Your team is not here. <laughs> no, I like that. Yeah, keep them guessing. Keep them guessing. Um, we don't. I don't know. I don't want them to guess. I want them to know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, but like just to be like, well, you're on my team, right, Jay? No, Ooh. you're not. No, you're not. Those have some stories on here. Yes. Um, and I mean, I, we kind of glossed over this before, but the fact is that these are clubs where people dance, and yes, you know. We do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not partnered dancing and it's not oh god sometimes it can be communicative like talking on the dance floor dancing dan who said that um but you know yeah people go and like everybody gives each other their own space and oh, there's yeah. breathing room and it's like yeah. didn't i wanted to say hi but you were dancing oh, there's yeah, like a reverence course. like absolutely you're it's, in your zone dancing Sort of like you're not going to interrupt you give a, that. A cat-like glance and like yeah, maybe you hug them if you're already close friends. <laughs> yeah, and that and then and even then it's a, it's a weird 
Swishy passing hug. I do that to you all the time. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and then there's like moments even where, which I love, and it's it's so silly to think about, but like you could be out on the patio or you could be somewhere talking and, and you can hear the song that comes on. And it's like, it's not a big deal to be like, I got to go dance oh, with yeah. this song. Oh, yeah, interrupt any conversation yes. to go dance. And we'll understand. It's not rude. It's not considered like abrupt. It's yeah. It just is because we get it. I had this pointed out to me once a long time ago about, like, dinner talk. And I, I don't know, I think about it a lot, and I do think it's re- relevant to what you just said, that the only appropriate time, or that, that, that it's so appropriate people don't even notice that it happens to interrupt mm. a conversation at dinner, is to comment on the food. Like, if you're, like, mid-conversation, you're like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. Like, what what is in this? And, like, you can just fully tangent. That is That's so exactly perfect. That's exactly like a song coming on. That is like, perfect. This conversation is now it le- different. It, yeah, it's a level. It's a conversation yeah. leveler. It's like, yes. Well, and back to our senses. The music's yeah, calling. that's true. Like, it's it's the basic senses. senses. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Ah, we are animals. Um, <laughs> we've talked about, you know, let's see, that we all have places on the dance floor. Yeah. I think What's your place? Like What's your place, Vesta? We could. My, <laughs> my place is. <laughs> so my gargoyle can still see me. <laughs> oh, okay. Within view of your gargoyle. <laughs> yeah, which we will discuss yes. in a future episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you yeah, can make maintain eye contact with the gargoyle. Toward the go-go box, which is the back wall, uh, where Tenebrae is, and like uh, that's his mm-hmm. wall. And then I usually hang out near the gargoyle, so it's like, and then I can leave my drink over by the gargoyle mm. and not worry about it, because I have people over the gar- at the gargoyle yes. who are not dancing. Good. It's a whole logistical thing. So you have, you have drink spies. I have drink Good. spies. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, women have to worry about a lot of things. Yeah. Your purse, your keys, your wallet, your... Oh, I keep convincing Heather to get like a uh, tiny, tiny little purse. One of these off. days. You don't carry that much stuff with you anyway. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, if I'm dancing somebody's gonna get a black eye from my purse that's gonna fly off of me I when i know. twirl my little i i'm a twirly bitch that's true i'm pretty twirly you manage it it's fine okay it stays pretty body adjacent okay a little right. okay we'll whatever. see we'll see I, i'm gonna push this okay <laughs> <laughs> okay um, amazon wish list all right Heather, fine <laughs> i need a dance purse thing to keep my keys in all right. Well, okay. So here we are talking about like purses. We're talking about appearance, no. costumes. Really now, what about like this idea of which I thought was kind of interesting, which is very true. The fact that like we may know somebody at the club and talk to them at the club and have our own identities exchanged where we feel like we know each other because of whatever. We like the same song or whatever, but one thing that's different about, and we're based in Los Angeles, is that yes, we are. a very L.A. thing to do, and I'm sure that's not just L.A., probably other cities, is to be like, what do you do yeah. for a living? And, like, some of us may know what each other to do, but that's not something that we lead with. That's not something that we necessarily have to know. And we're not at the, we're not trying to get to the bottom of how, like, basically, I feel like that question is, how rich are you? Like, know. Little, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, where I feel like it's not about a class system it's about we know each other from our common interests yeah I was, and it doesn't go deeper than that does i mean well, it, it goes, it goes deeper, deeper in a different way in a different but direction. it's yeah. it doesn't go more superficial than that right. yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean uh asking what you do for a job can be just as superficial yeah especially if you don't love your job 
Yep. Which many of us don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that is a, <laughs> a definite thing where it is a secondary part of conversation where like once you know someone well enough to like have multiple conversations then it will come up yeah what you do for like work or income or um usually something is more likely to come up it's like art space mm-hmm. because that's if it's like relevant to uh the interests at hand because mm-hmm. a lot of people's jobs like don't have any relevance to the interests we have in common so it doesn't come up for right. a long time, unless you become friends outside of the clubs, which most of us have, but mm-hmm. that's not the case in general, and I have plenty of friends and partners who I'm like, I know what they do, but none of us want to talk about it with each other. Yeah. It's like, it's not an interest we share. It's not right. common ground. It's not what we lead with. No, it's definitely not what we lead with. If you, I was going to say if you meet someone new, but like, we don't meet new people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> No new friends. Yeah, yeah. If there's a lot of crossover between no new friends and our goth talks. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I remember when I was <laughs> when I was younger, like still in high school, so I didn't have a job. No, I must have been out of. No, I'm talking about rocky people. So I, I was in high mm. school because like young. And my dad was asking me because I had one of his older friends, twenties and thirties, probably older. Um, like, oh, like, what do they do? And I was, uh, I don't know, struggling to explain or straight up be like, I don't know what that person does. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, could not wrap his brain around the fact that I didn't really know what my friends did for work. And he attributed that to that I was young and didn't have a job myself. Okay. I was in school. They knew I was in school. I am going to be 34 momentarily, mm-hmm. and uh, it is often still the same with long-term now close friends of course we have that information mm-hmm. but it's not it's not i don't want to know about your like programming code yeah you're not asking for somebody's <laughs> like pedigree you're you're just getting to yeah. know them you're you know you obviously share the same love the right i think we all agree that we are not our jobs yes you know and we do have separate separate parts of our lives sometimes some more than others i i strive to be less separate as le- as mm, as cohesive as possible, mm-hmm. but most of us have had to compartmentalize, um, you know, at least at some point in our lives, if not for the majority of our mm-hmm. lives. No, that's a very good point. Yeah, and I mean, I think like, you know, you you, and then you're surprised to find out, as we did, that like we're both writers. We both yeah, it took us found, a while. You know, this po, you know, poetry was sort of the thing. That was like, wait, what? You too? All right, cool. Um, but it wasn't something that we're like, hi, I'm a writer. Like, oh, there's God. none of that. So. <laughs> none of that. Oh, I still get so... Well, it's also because I'm, like, technically quite unemployed still. So I do get very... That question makes me really fucking anxious because I don't have an answer that I have confidence in. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I did have a normal job, I did enjoy that I had a concise answer to that question. But that has not really been the majority of my life. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people... <laughs> In our scene, community, subculture, drink. Um, <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah, that's our drinking game. Um, <laughs> uh, their job may not be their favorite thing about themselves. So it's not always a thing that we want to talk about. Yeah. In a, in a like social manner. Yeah. And weirdly, people have more in common. Oh, the cat's climbing the wall. <laughs> she does. <laughs> 
she knows that. Oh like, my God. I don't understand why, like, in her brain, it's like, this may, I might be able to leave the apartment <laughs> from the doorway. Oh my God. But that's what she does. See? Oh my God, psycho. She's full of energy tonight. This is unusual. Okay, it's Vesta. Ew, am I giving her kitty energy? You're crazy. Maybe she smells the other cats on you? Maybe. Like, from your house? You're crazy, girl. We, we've nailed that point home. <laughs> I think we talked about, like, the whole gather ye rosebuds while you may in the last time, right? Yeah. Why, it's like, I guess, I guess the word, I'm, what am I looking for? It's like the... There's a word, I was going to mention it earlier, and the mind has slipped, it's, the phrase has slipped my mind. My mind, my mind has slipped. Um, <laughs> the fact that, like, I don't know about you, but, like, and I hate to go as basic as a funeral, mm. but, like, whenever I'm in those situations where I'm at the utmost sad or down, it has almost kind of the opposite effect on me, where it's like, but you're still alive. You get to live another yeah. day. You get to taste the coffee first thing in the morning. You get like, mm -hmm. it almost like my senses get a reboot. Cause it's like, mm -hmm. because of death, you are life. Like it's almost morning. like, yes, well, exactly that. Yeah. But there's some, I mean, there's something to it that has that effect on me too, but I can't put it into words clearly right now. I can't, mm. I'm so not explaining it well. But, so Jake of No New Friends, mm -hmm. um, he ha his like personal catchphrase <laughs> mm -hmm. is just good to be living. And for a oh. while he would be saying that, and I would just be like, Ugh, whatever, because he would say it when we were having like one or both of us were having like a high anxiety time or just like oh. a full life struggle time, and he'd just be like, good to be living. And I sometimes it would seem sarcastic, sometimes it would be like, but no, it's fucking not. We're having a terrible time. Mm -hmm. And after we talked about it more, <laughs> he elaborated and what he means by it is like yeah like shit sucks but it's good to be living yeah and it's it was not a like it's great to be alive i'm having a no. great day it was like a thing to say when you're not having a great mm -hmm. day and i was like oh as a reminder and like yes that makes so much more sense so he says that like all the goddamn time mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and i do too now well, i Mostly like that I'm phrase good to be living <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway yeah there's something to the gratitude of that but whatever that mm -hmm. however it comes in a backhanded well it's like the whole dance macabre uh tradition and aesthetic of i don't know dance with death yeah make a party he's, of... he's gonna be looming there you might as well dance with him yeah <laughs> Exactly. The fact is that here you have Disneyland. Think of Disneyland and how it appeals to young children and how it's this like whimsical, <laughs> yes, but whimsical fantasy place where everyone's happy and cartoons and like the visual aesthetics of just, it's the antithesis of the goth world. Oh, it is and it's not. I like wrote so much about this for my It is and it's, thesis. I can't wait to hear it, but oh that's what, that's what is so amazing about the fact that there's this draw towards like the haunted mansion or why people like also why disney with that whole disney vibe still wanted to have a haunted mansion mm -hmm. like, it's, it's like the it's a yin and yang yeah you can't have one without the other i believe my i will to quote my 
26-year-old self. Quote yourself. <laughs> it is the flip side of the same counterfeit coin. Ooh, damn. Thank you. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. So, oh my god. So, yeah, when we were in, like, I, was it our first episode, we were talking about, like, how we got here, our origin mm-hmm. stories and shit. Um, and I fully neglected... This is, like, going to keep happening, where it's just, That's like, okay. there's so many layers of stories that, like, I just forget things. Just go back. Yeah. It's all right. Bat's Day was actually, because um, I talked about, like, my transition from, like, Rocky Horror stuff, mm-hmm. um, and, like, going to my first goth clubs, fun to roll, and promotion. Mm-hmm. And I fully fucking forgot. Fun to roll. Yeah, it's fun to roll. It looks like fun to roll. <laughs> <laughs> put a crucifix in a word, and I'm going to pronounce it like a T. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Bat's Day was actually, before I ever went to a goth club, hmm. was my kind of first intro, because I went with Rocky Horror Friends. I was, God, this is kind of insane, I was 14. Wow. They were definitely not 14. Yep. They were in their 20s, late, oh man, whatever. It sounds creepy on paper, they're wonderful people, we're still mm-hmm. close friends. <laughs> I have to put that disclaimer out every time. Now, were you a Disney um, person before this? No, I had okay. not been in Disneyland since I was like eight years old. Okay. Uh, I had no investment in Disneyland, but they were like, oh, it's, we're going to goth day at Disneyland, and they weren't specifically goth either, they were just like differently alternative, mm-hmm. um, many crossovers of subcultures and stuff, and I didn't really even... No, I didn't really have the concept of what goth was. I just knew that I was, like, having a great time in the Rocky community and, like, anything, like, otherwise alternative, I was pretty much down for. Mm-hmm. And then it just happened to be Disneyland. And I remember, like, I was 14. I had no income, obviously. So if I want to go to Disneyland, I have to ask my parents for cash. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. that being a part of the thing. So I did, and they were just kind of surprised that I wanted to go to Disneyland. Right. And I was embarrassed to say that it was for a goth thing. And I specifically oh. recall feeling embarrassed about that. And I am still not entirely sure why. I think I just didn't want to have to explain a thing that I didn't know how to explain. Okay. I think that's Not really, yet. Because I, did, I didn't know. But I knew that it was something interesting to me that I didn't have the words for. Interesting. So I just said, you know, going to Disneyland with Ryan and Joseph. And I think that was Stevie, maybe. Anyway. So they were like, okay. Also, Disneyland was much less expensive in, like, mm-hmm. 2002. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did, and I didn't, I didn't like, dress up fake goth or anything, because I, I was, I, at that point, I think I very much, this, ooh, wow, this has come full circle to the dress code thing. Oh. I was much more of a, in the rebellious side of things, as one should be at 14. Yeah. Where I didn't want to conform to anything, including something goth. Cheers. Yeah, so I specifically didn't wear. I probably had a, Oh my god. I can describe exactly what I was wearing. What were you wearing, Vesta? I want to see pictures. Oh, I'm sure they exist. They may not from that first year, though. I don't know. Mm. I had red hair, like my magenta <laughs> hair. Awesome. <laughs> and I had a shirt that said, I heart smut, because I was. That was my rebellious <laughs> thing for Disneyland. Did I know anything about porn? No, I did not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I had a shirt that said I heart smut and this like green vintage skirt that I still have and fishnets and converse and I was <laughs> wow dork. fishnets yeah. of course I was already in very much a little there. spin on things it wasn't I was already a rocky dork well sure 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 I wear fishnets every day at school mm-hmm. um yeah 
And that was sort of my first... Was there the whole production that, like, I hear about? Like, the DJs and the tents well, and... Or was that was happening? different. Because that... So, <laughs> for context, I've gotten very involved with that day since then. I have been going every year since I was 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only time I go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I'm not a crazy Disney person at all. Um, so the thing that you're talking about is what is called the Slingin' Wake. Which is oh, okay. once it became bigger and it's the night before, people want to stay over. Okay. So it's not the actual I, day of. No, it's not the day of, and I don't think that was happening yet back then. Okay. Because this was only a few years in. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it got really quite it large. It became, like, it is got, it a weekend event sometimes? Yeah, it got pretty much, okay. and we finally stopped doing that, like, the year before the pandemic. Mm. And it's, like, just the day of the park. But, yeah, it really became a whole weird Yacht con that was Disney oriented. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was a fucking very uh, contradictory thing on paper, anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's why I found it so interesting because there is a lot of commonality in terms of sort of <laughs> an obsession with the over the top. E- in either direction. Exactly. Like yeah. Disney is obsessively, you know, happy, happy, colorful, facade, fake, beautiful. Yeah, and like a lot of. I would describe the goth um, aesthetic and interest vibe as, like, if people want to call it fake or pretentious, I will just kind of kindly say, yeah, that's sometimes true. Uh, but it's, as long as it's self-aware and enjoyable, I mm-hmm. think that's fucking fine. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're yeah. married. They are, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, flip side of the same counterfeit coin, and we are, like, Noah, who fucking runs Bat's Day, became a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um... We're going to have him on here at some point. Yeah. We'll talk about, actually, probably closer to May. I'm curious more about yeah. the Disney making a choice to have the Haunted, the Haunted Mansion. Mansion. Can yeah. you speak on that? From a Disney perspective, absolutely not. I don't okay. <laughs> I'm, like, kind of proud that I don't know shit about I'm, Disney. I'm Did curious. Did you anything in your tour about that? No. Nope. Well, okay, I'll put out my two cents, and I'm sure we have, we have many Disney nerds mm. who do cross over into the goth scene. I'm not one of them. Uh... But just conceptually, it totally makes sense in terms of, at any carnival, like if we're just talking old school basic what the fuck yep. carnival, there is some horror ride. Yep. You know, usually one of those like you're descending into hell or whatever, the devil's gonna scare you type rides. And a fortune teller. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some racially insensitive fortune tellers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, which I, yeah, Disney has too. It's to get all the senses involved, the fear, the... Yeah, because yeah. the, the, I mean, that's what a roller coaster is. And it is. reminds you you're alive, the adrenaline, it's the dopamine, it, yeah. yeah, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, so and it's how fragile we are. embracing mm-hmm. what would be a fear of death and getting a rush out of it. And it's not a, I mean, it's Disneyland, it's not a scary ride, obviously, it's not a terrible yeah. rush, and even, like, there are no, like, crazy, like, Magic Mountain-style roller coasters at Disneyland, mm-hmm. they're sort of all the more, like, <laughs> benign, friendly versions mm-hmm. of what are sort of these thrill-seeking to remind you that you're alive type yeah. carnival shit. Like, it, it, I don't know. It goes back to carny stuff. Yeah. And, and they've, in in later years, and I, this is not a Disney podcast, uh, in later yeah. years, they've on. really, <laughs> they've really um, tried to connect the storyline with the Haunted Mansion, too. I don't know if you've noticed yeah. that. They've added some things to it. They've changed it around to sort of have a story through line about the bride and groom, and it's kind of funny to me. Yeah. Well, 
they did that with Pirates too, with the whole Johnny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? No, I mean the only the only beef I have with the haunted mansion is the fact that like why can't we see into the bedrooms? Because mm. <laughs> that would be indecent for me. <laughs> that would be X rated. <laughs> Those are private quarters. <laughs> No, I, and also I'm fascinated with, um, and this goes to the juxtaposition of um, happy childhood, you know, loss of innocence, is the fact that, like, people continually dump their ashes of their loved ones at these mm. spots. So it's sort of, it's to take something um, benign, like you were saying, like, it's a, it's trying to uh, oh, yeah, put there a positive so spin. Oh, yeah, there's, right? And that's why yeah. they break. That's why rides break down all the time. <laughs> is, that, is that really? That's one of the top reasons. Is that oh, they have them on camera. <laughs> this is what I love. Like this to me. Like I'm not a Disney person, but then when I was reading about these things, oh, that's I was so like, interesting. This makes hello. It is haunted. Hello. How many ashes are there? That's like great. there's. A, they're trying to preserve their loved one in the happiest place on earth. What a sweet gesture. And in the in doing that, they're. The rides are breaking down, and oh, doing the that. Oh, there is so amazing. That's yes, oh, that's so yes, good. <laughs> yes, and that—that's what drew me in. You're like breaking there's... down the structure of blind happiness. There you Ooh. nailed it. Hell yeah, nailed it. Um, I once got the haunted mansion stuff for sexy reasons. <laughs> I love it. I want which part, which area, so I think about it. I don't remember. So I think of you whenever I'm there. Oh, it was. I don't. Remember. It was like one of you going up the. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it was a while ago. For sexy reasons. Yeah, you're on camera like twenty four seven. Yeah, they just wave hello. Stop the ride for a minute. But there's <laughs> also these um these websites where you can look up like I don't know. We're going back to ghosts again. Where sure. Where um where they catch ghosts on camera there. Oh, so the, yeah. There's a whole there's a whole thing where the park's closed and. They have somebody walking from the Haunted Mansion all the way down Main, from the Haunted Mansion down Wave, Main Street. You have them on camera, like stuff like that, where it's like, wow. it's interesting to me, and it it would be once something that you would never think that it's like, hello, there's it's children wearing Mickey ears, like this is like, fantasy. It's yeah, but that's how it, that's how it pure, goes. Pure. Oops. Like, like, of course, I don't have a lid on that. <laughs> don't mind me. Tidal wave. Um, but yeah, but the the juxtaposition of the two ideals of of innocence and yield death. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it, that is the old, literally the most ancient concept of you can't have light without dark. Yeah, yeah. So that I think that's where I'm more drawn to it. Um, and that's also why I think it makes sense that so many goths are like down with Disney. I wish more people, this is going to sound condescending. (laughs) (laughs) Many things I say do. I do wish that more people who are into that really analyzed why. Because I feel like I'm, I often am alone in discussing like, no, it's not just like an ironic phenomenon. There's like deep-seated reasons why Mm -hmm. that stay is so successful. And I kind of wish more of the participants would self-analyze Mm. I'm a bitch sometimes. I don't think that's bitchy, I just but want to be more self-aware. Can you just remind us what those are? Well, like I said, it's the flip side of the same counterfeit coin. coin. So the sort of understanding of what we are drawn to in the goth scene is sort of this. Actually, I'm gonna go <laughs> on a limb and say that Disneyland. Oh, people are gonna hate this. Is gothic 
in the old term sense of gothic, not mm. not goth like subculture wise. Hmm. Ugh, in the sense of it is. You're gonna have to defend that. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I already hate myself for going here, but I, I am. Um, in the sense of what Gothic architecture was. Oh. What it meant to be overly ornate. Oh, okay. Over the top, and then when Gothic literature became a thing, it was sort of um, not a parody, but a sort of like a way of like sort of decadently and artistically using that for secular reasons mm -hmm. and in a way that was sort of I'm just going to say artificial and what we have at Disneyland is an artificial castle. Of course. And actually Eddie Izzard has it and I did write about this. Eddie Izzard has a great bit and I forget which special it was. It was from like the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. um, oh no, it was Dressed to Kill. Yeah. Hmm. Um that, like, when they tried to do Euro Disney, it didn't really take off in the same way because they tried to build all these fake castles, and they were and like, they have yeah, we have ones. those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have the real ones. We're not impressed. <laughs> yeah. So the artifice didn't go over in the same way that it does in this, like, very specifically, like, American Gothic way. Ooh. And there is, like, a reason that we have the term American Gothic, mm -hmm. and it doesn't look like that ornate European Gothic. Mmm. Nope, you're okay. I'm turn. You're turning it's, the tide. Yeah, like Bat's Day is American Gothic. <laughs> there we go. I'm bringing my pitchfork next time. Exactly. Stand outside the Which farm. Is also, in Rocky Horror, full is circle. It? Yeah, the opening, uh, the wedding scene. They have the little tableau of uh, Tim Curry, Richard O'Brien, and Patricia Quinn are in the American Gothic. Oh, with the painting with the pitchfork. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Rocky Horror is. Well, we're been, back again, it's, it's and we're back. It's European, but they parody American Gothic. <laughs> <laughs> and has a bigger following in America than in Europe, so there we go. Man. That's my thesis. I love it. it actually, All right. that was my color. Was thesis. it? Well, it was uh, part of it. It was part of it. You defended it honorably. Thank you. There's probably more. Well. I love the, I just love the mirth, the folly, and, you know, the macabre. Like, Combined. Mirth and Macabre. Mm -hmm. Go to dialectically, yeah. I yeah, like and the, like, and they, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's very yin yang. That might be our uh, episode title. There Mirth we go. And macabre. Mirth and Macabre. <laughs> I love it. This is, okay, so our last episode was basically a Bible study Christian podcast. <laughs> and, now and now we have a fucking Disney podcast. <laughs> and we're all so over the place. This is maybe not what anyone signed up for when they tried to listen to a podcast about God. <laughs> Culture, but that's actually how it goes sometimes. Is we will talk about religion and Disney. Uh, just, just turn on the, the Cure and Depeche Mode and Joy Division, and you'll be fine. No. Uh, turn on Christian Death, and you will see why we talk about religion so much. Oh boy. Or Bauhaus. Damn. Or, uh, like what? Okay, I don't know how I'm getting double for Disney. For Disney. But I used to make Bat's Day mixes. <laughs> like Mars does reference. Oh. But, <laughs> no, I used to make mixes for Bat's Day mm. that I thought did, I'll have to think of what songs were on those that I thought specifically exemplified that combination of, um, Mirth and Mirth, Macabre? Mirth and Macabre, yeah. They were good. Trust me on that. I can't tell I, you what was on them. Yeah, I want to <laughs> hear them. But so Bat's Day is traditionally now once a day and there's... Once so, a day. <laughs> Once a day, in my mind. That's a day. Once a day. year. Um, 
And so basic, so everybody, what is the gist of it? Let, so let's walk our oh, listeners yeah. through. Solid it's, point. I didn't give any context. Yeah, what happens there? Um, they, so, yeah, go ahead. We do get a lot of, have you ever made it to a bathroom? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we have a photo. We, with, yeah, we yeah. have a photo with yeah, Crystal and Sarah. That's actually one of my favorite pictures of us. I love it too. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so I know in later years, Disney has sort of glommed onto this. It's an unofficial yeah, holiday there. Yeah, it's unofficial, there. but Disney fucking supports us because we're fun to have around, it turns yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, we are. And so they do like theme, themed, um, food items they do themed signs right they yeah, do like welcome that's things. new like that's like this has been going on for 20 years right but, um and it was like i don't i don't want to preempt like noah talking about the history because he can do it better mm. but it started with like the release of the bats crew mm-hmm. in long beach in like fucking i don't know 99 or 2000 or something mm. and it was like just literally a little group of goths going like hey let's take a sunday and go to disneyland <laughs> Oh, that's cute. It is cute, right? Because, like, we like to do regular shit also. Mm-hmm. And we'll do it together. <laughs> together. <laughs> you know? Moral support. Now, did everybody dress up? Well, I think that's the thing is, like, there was no dressing up on Come purpose. Come as you are. We just looked like that. Yeah. You know, especially the release of the Bats crew. Mm-hmm. There is, there is no other look. <laughs> there is no day look. Right, but I feel like some people, and I have pictures uh, oh, I'm not, I'm not talking about now. I meant no. like back then. Oh, back then. It was right. just like... It was come as you are. Yes. But now there are definitely people who like make outfits specifically for yes. that day. It can be very elaborate. I have worn corsets to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I do not recommend it. <laughs> I did it multiple years in a row and then I left my 20s. <laughs> 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 Au revoir. Honestly, oh, I think I started doing that more like in my teens and stopped mid-20s. Mm. It's hard. Fucking day of walking. Oh god! Absolutely and not. just sitting on rides, I, I cringe no. to think about that. And I started to realize that I had to like actually have fun, which means I had to breathe. Yeah. And, oh, like, breathing's nice food, and fun. And drink whiskey. I always, I hey, mm-hmm. off the record, but like no on the podcast though. <laughs> did you did you sneak it in? Uh, oh, I would bring whiskey in all the time. Okay. And I know foolproof ways to do so. I'm not gonna say that. Oh, You'll okay. tell me after. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell anyone who asks me. Good. good, good, good. Um, but yeah, so it's unofficial goth day at Disneyland, meaning we all just all of a sudden California goths go on the same day, and but the, it grew into a full convention level experience. Oh, absolutely. Where folks would come in from out of town. Um, but it started for mainly SoCal people, just because like that's who could go on a random ass Sunday, because it was like some. There were enough people in the golf scene who actually did have annual passes. Yeah, I was wondering if it was related to yeah, the pass holder days as being a Sunday. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting by itself that enough people, there was enough crossover between like, mm-hmm. pass holders and golf scene people. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I adequately explained why that might be. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm sure there's more. But, but then, like, so, so the main events, other than. In late in earlier years, there was um, performances and meetings different nights. But the main events is what photos. Uh yeah, there would be like a giant group on mass photo in front of the, you know the the castle. The castle. And I, honestly, in all in like what I don't know, sixteen eighteen years, hmm. don't think I ever made it to one <laughs> because it's at noon or oh, one or some geez. shit, and okay. I don't. I don't go anywhere before four. You don't fuck with one. <laughs> I don't fuck with one. Come on. So, so yeah, I never, 
I don't think I made any of those, which is fine. And like, yeah, there's like, we would kind of take over the Haunted Mansion in a way that by at least 10 years ago was very much endorsed by Disneyland. They would allow us to have a photographer. Yeah. And people would take, you know, group photos in front of the mansion. And then at a certain point, I stopped doing that too, because you would spend hours just in the Haunted Mansion. Seriously? Line. Well, because it got to be like to thousands of people who oh, were just our people. Gotcha. In addition to the regular Disneyland crew. Oh, man. And have I fun. just kind of, I don't know. Hey, this is my rebel against my own subculture mm-hmm. side. I didn't really give a shit. Yeah. About that. Like, I was there to see friends. It's the only time I'm going to go to Disneyland. Yeah. I'll see them at a time that is not fucking Disneyland. Yes. Whatever. So I didn't, like, participate in the photo op thing. Okay. Mm, but, but it's important for some people, I think, who are more out-of-town people. Yeah. As a landmark. Yeah. And they're very cute, honestly. Like, the photos are so... The high contrast is what is so wonderful about it. Yeah. Everyone's smiling. Like, and then, yeah. I didn't even mean that. We smile in our photos all the time. <laughs> no, I meant just, like, the sea of black and so many parasols sticking up. So many parasols. So many parasols. I, I, I'm totally a parasol person. Um, just surprised they're still le- of, like, legal at Disneyland. The, I know, I could Should totally be murder someone. Weapons. Yeah, they are. Oh. And your nails, too. Yeah, surprised hey. those illegal too. <laughs> Every I will say this. Every time I have gone with a partner of mine, they have been held up at the entrance for something on their oh, body. Oh, I'm sure. 100% of them. That's, I mean. I never do, though. It's a prerequisite. Of, uh, rolling with Vesta. I like pointy people. Sharp edges. She likes those oh, sharp that's, edges. Oh god, that's so, so true. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> Aw. Uh, Until now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he won't, but he won't go to Disneyland. Really? Straight up on Oh, I, I want to know. To have this, oh, I'm probably gonna take this out. Is there a Paris Disneyland? Yes, that's Oh, I didn't know work. that. Okay. It's called Disneyland. Is it Disneyland Paris? Oh, they fucking hate it. No idea where I'm it was. Paris, fuck, I don't know. I, I thought know. it was in London, no? You were just in Paris. Oh, shit. <laughs> no wonder why they hate us. <laughs> We've taken over. Yeah. Oh, no. I had to, I tried to, I, yeah, this is They're like, we off. invented Mirtha Macabre. They did! They fucking did! <laughs> I was actually trying to explain exactly this conversation to Kelly when we first started dating, because he was just like, I don't fucking He's get like, it. I, I put my foot down. It. I put and my I, foot down. Like, I no can, mouse. I was like I can explain. I can explain why. And I actually sent him the stuff for my my thesis. And I was like, okay, it's not gonna be something to go, but at least he understands my perspective. Yeah, yeah it's actually funny. Like the least sharp edged person will not go to Disneyland. Ah oh, man. Well, he, he should try it. He should try it. Make him for your birthday or some shit. Mm-hmm. For Bath's day. For Bath's day, he should go. Just say it's a business networking opportunity. There you go. Can't resist. No, I don't know. Yeah, it, there's a certain appeal. There's a certain something. I was never a Disney person until... Um, I'm, I'm still not a Disney person. Yeah, I can say my own but, but uh, <laughs> I dated somebody who basically, like, who had an annual pass. She was like, oh, no, like you're coming with me. 
Yeah. And, like, she was like, I'm buying you an annual pass. Oh. I'm like, fuck, now I have to go. Mm-hmm. So now, then I was, like, locked in. Oh, someone buys you a pass. Like, 100% why not? And then I started to really enjoy it. Because I was, like, it's thinking fun. to myself, it's how honestly, often like, would I fun, really whatever. go? And I was never, I grew up here, but, like. Yeah, same. I was never one of those people, like, my family didn't go on a regular basis. And it was, oh, yeah. if I went, it was with school every few years, maybe, on a field trip. Or, you know, we, we went the, to Disneyland for school. We performed there, like oh, in the bands. Oh, so shit. It, it was yeah. a work trip. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so it was never one of those, like, let's just go all the time. Yeah. And um, so, but now I appreciate, I mean, now it's, yeah, it's a nice little escape. Um, Actually, now that I think about it, God, I forget so much about my life. <laughs> Tenebrae and I have an annual pass. Oh. One year. We didn't, but we didn't use it enough to justify it, so I never did it again. Oh. But that was like, yeah, two goths with an annual pass. Yep. And my uh, first Two goths, one pass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, With two passes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, but my previous ex still works for Disney. Oh. And he's the reason that I was able to go complimentarily, because he never uses his Aww. passes. Oh, that's nice. And we're still friends, like I said, too many exes as friends. Yeah, yeah, very well. <laughs> You're friends with all your exes. I am. <laughs> Better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. No, that's nice. But yeah, it's interesting. I do have actually some Disney history in, in my past. Disney history. Oh. It counts. I love how, and look at, she's in such a good mood. I know. Maybe she learned to be held by a stranger. I think mean, maybe so. Do we all not so well? I don't, actually. <laughs> You're like, stay away from me. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us to listen to our mirth and macabre. <laughs> yeah. It's Yin a... Yin and yang. I can't believe we did Bible study and then fucking Disney. Really <laughs> it flows right into the yeah. next, doesn't it? So, why not? Cool. Rolls well, off the tongue. It, yeah. <laughs> so All right. We'll point. see you next. I mean, what's what can follow this? Um... Well, I think we're gonna have our first. Oh, guest we'll have next our first time. guest. Yeah, yeah, so it's gonna be different and more hopefully even more interesting and weird. Yeah, thanks open, for joining. Open some more graves. All right, let now. me get my crowbar. <laughs> All right, have a good one. Bye. Night. Au revoir.